Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we'll be talking about embracing our differences, and the story that we'll be discussing this theme is called The Mountain and the River, which comes from the book The Zen Monkey and the Lotus Flower by Tempa Yeshi. Here is how the story goes. Once upon a time, there was a mighty mountain that had remained firmly and unchangingly in its position for eons. Its majestic peak rose high into the sky, its face sheltering the many animals and plants that sought its refuge on its slopes. The mountain was proud of its steadfastness and strength. At the foot of this great mountain flowed a bubbling river that was constantly in motion Its waters flowed day in and day out, always moving, always seeking the sea. The river was proud of its freedom and its ability to constantly change. One day, the mountain said to the river, You're always on the move and never in one place. Isn't it exhausting to always be searching? And the river replied, And you, great mountain, are always standing still, never moving. Isn't it boring to always stay in one place? The mountain thought about it and said, Maybe you're right, but I have the strength and constancy that you don't have. The river laughed and replied, And I have the flexibility and freedom that you don't have. So time passed and both the mountain and the river began to respect each other and appreciate what the other had to offer. They realized that although they were vastly different, they were both necessary and valuable to the ecosystems around them. One day, a severe drought came by and the river began to dry up. The mountain offered its help by providing the river with the little water it can store in its caves and crevices. When a huge storm came the next spring, the river offered its help by absorbing and draining the excess water on the mountain to prevent flooding on its slopes. Thus, the mountain and the river lived in harmony with each other, each with their unique characteristics and abilities and they realized that their differences did not separate them, but helped them to support each other and thrive. And here we have the story of a mountain and the river, a meeting of opposites that teaches that despite our differences, we can live together in harmony and learn from each other. The most interesting thing about the story when I first read it, was the personalities of the mountain and the river, which are 
almost always portrayed and seen as inanimate forces of nature that don't have any feelings or they don't have a mind of their own. But when we see the mountain for what it is, this vast, unchanging, steady, stocky being, and the river for this flexible, flowy, essentially incredibly fast-moving being, you start to see that there are so many parallels in these personifications in ourselves, in the people around us. For many of us as well, they're not just differences that we have with others, but the different qualities and feelings and motivations we have within ourselves. It's very much an illusion that all of us have feelings that are essentially in alignment with one another. I myself always have lots of conflicting feelings and conflictive perspectives, and they are very much represented by the mountain, which is very much keep things as they are, try not to change too much, try to be constant, consistent, and not to stray too far from where you started. And the river is this sense of exploration, of adventure, of spontaneity, of trying to see beyond where you already are and find new adventures and find new beings and people to interact with. And both of these instincts exist in us for a reason. Without this sense of constancy and steadiness, we would never be able to commit to anything. We would never be able to complete anything. But if all we did was just try to get things done and simply keep things the way they are, then it's very difficult to grow and change and have a greater perspective of the world around us. And with the river, with great fast-moving nature and flexibility comes the ability to adapt, to learn and see the world from different perspectives and different situations. But if that is all we did, it would be very difficult for people to rely on us. It would also be very difficult for us to understand what every day would look like. With constancy and spontaneity working together, that is how we can build a life that is both steady and is able to grow and build upon itself, but also one that isn't stifled by the past and isn't always limited by where we used to be and is about exploring and finding new adventures and adventuring outside our comfort zone. Both of these elements exist in each one of us, and it is about seeking a balance that I believe through the story and also through Buddhist philosophy is creating a good life. It's finding the middle of the mountain and the lake, um, or rather the river inside of you that is going to lead to that sweet spot of a life that is exciting, but is also secure and creates a character within yourself that is dependable for other people. 
but also not so dependable that you are inflexible and are unable to try new things and to learn from new perspectives outside and different from your own. And beyond just the qualities within ourselves, when we look at people who are vastly different from us, whether they are friendly or interacting with us, there's always something to learn about the human condition and the effect of environments, of trauma, of emotions, and how they can change people. I myself always feel that when looking at the anger and sometimes the frustration of the world, it's a reminder of what happens when we let those emotions take over our lives. And in that sense, there is always something to learn and always something to gain from opening our eyes to those that are different from us, whether it's developing a deep compassion for people who are in difficult but also misleading circumstances. But also, hopefully, when the opportunity presents itself, to have a curiosity to learn what it's like to live in someone else's shoes, to be able to listen with openness and without judgment life, the experience of someone who is very different from you. The ability to do this will allow ourselves to expand and be strong, much stronger than if we clung to ourselves and our own views and refused to see the world in anyone else's eyes. Just like the mountain and the river were much stronger and much more powerful and endured and long-lasting together, we are also much more able to weather the storms of life when we are open and flexible and interested in hearing from those that are very different from us and that may even have conflicting perspectives. When we realize that every single person on earth has something to share or rather, something to tell us about the nature of life. We can allow all of those different elements to weave within ourselves and find harmony with the ups and downs, the ever-changing nature that is life itself. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you have a beautiful, safe, and joyful week ahead of you. Until next week.